0: hey what a special episode and it's a vibe double dose of raw talk podcast is celebrating with you guys my loyal listeners the 100th episode 100 full episodes can you believe that i am so excited to be here we're gonna kick off this episode not only with some audio from amazing dope former guests and dear friends of this pod and you're surely misty but before we do that i sweet little review and commentary but also former guest lisa marie a dear friend and the message says super proud of you and what you have accomplished in the last two years you've been such an inspiration and helped me tons along my journey i appreciate your willingness to help when i was recording your show has opened up so many conversations and dialogues the rawness the honesty the realness love it Mwah. Love you, Lisa. Thank you so much. And here is some audio before we hit it off with a dope, dope conversation and two dope fellow podcasters, y'all.
1: Ew. You're. Hey. It's Court. And Rima.
2: And if you don't know, this is RCC.
1: Break up confidential hope
2: and we're just shouting out our good sis, our sister, Misty, double of all talk for making it to a hundred episodes.
1: Yes. That is not an easy feat. At and all. We commend you so so much.
2: In no shape. The girls not making it, baby. They're not They're making it. Dropping like flies. All and, around. Hello? <laughs> What's going on? But 100 episodes is definitely not something easy to come by. Thank you for also having us a part of your journey. Um, I believe two Twice. episodes each? each, so that's giving four.
1: And she also graced her presence on our show RCC, which we, you gotta come in.
2: You have to because Miss D is a vibe. Yes. She's always giving a double dose of raw talk. She is your favorite host, Miss D. Your favorite host, Baby. And
1: she gives great hugs.
2: Ms. D does give great hugs. Oh my god.
1: Great hugs. But you you wouldn't know because it's it's not titty to titty, but me and sis we gotta. Yeah, I don't have titties. I, I can't. Titty. titty to titty, Miss D, and you already know I can't do titty to titty with Miss <laughs> D.
2: But um, we love double to raw talk. We've been on the show, like I said, two times. No, we it's keeping four as a duo,
1: and we have to go back on together.
2: Yeah, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. D, we love you Shout out to you for just making it to 100 episodes And also always being you Being raw, being honest, being true to your brain
1: Authentic
2: yes every single time and being consistent with your content because we know this podcast shit is not easy so congrats to you Um, the show means so much to a lot of people who enjoy the show shout out to your merch store if you guys haven't got your merch go to double I don't know the the website but she will link it because I've been drinking mm -hmm. it's on brand we're drunk
1: but <laughs> listen, congratulations to you, yes. and cheers to a hundred fucking more. Ooh, last
2: t- you got a drink- you got a drink in your I cup. I do, of, of course. I keep the
1: drink, Miss D. Once you listen to this episode, put your cup up. Court, you got your cup. You ready? Yeah. Yes. So cheers, okay. clink, clink. Salute. Congratulations to Miss D for 100 episodes and to 100 episodes more. We love you.
0: Peace. Clink clink Salute RCC pod Thank you so much for the love and the support And the collaborations Cause we are the shit and not for nothing They're so right it's not easy to make it To this milestone but we are here And to continue Showing your support not only should you go check them out But then also check out the www.doubledoseofworldtalk.store And get your merch Thank you so much RCC pod For the love y'all definitely had a bitch here stirring up today's and no, but thank you and cheers, and I love you guys.
3: So, I would like to give a big shout out to a very special individual woman, double dose of raw.
1: Tongue. You just why'd you put that space and then go into like miss, that? That's weird,
3: Miss. I might, might I say, who we adore, who we appreciate, why are you
1: ignoring me,
3: Miss Daisy Cow? <laughs>
4: Daisy, we love you. And we're sorry that AKA this
3: A.K.A. Is... Double D.
4: I hope you're referring to Double D, so
3: raw talk.
1: Yeah, and not those jugs she got.
3: Angel, you see your mind, be going all the way to the gut.
1: <laughs> Daisy, we love you. We think you're phenomenal. We love and appreciate everything that you
4: do for us. You are a beautiful, we beautiful person. We rock with you, man.
3: We rock with you. We need some more scripts, too.
4: <laughs> right. So, Daisy, thank you for all that you give to The Mermaid and the Lion. Thank
1: you for being the beautiful person that you are. We wish you many more blessings to 1,000 episodes.
3: That's a huge milestone to hit 100 episodes. I don't think people understand.
1: It's hard. People give up, fall by the wayside, and you never quit. Your
4: tenacity, your resilience, you're all of that.
3: Somebody once told me if you're in this business long enough, you will see the bodies of your enemies floating by. I'm Daisy, I know you done seen some bodies. Keep on gunning, and we got your back. And we love you.
0: Yes, Angel and Gaza, my favorite love story of all time, The Mermaid and the Lion audio drama podcast. Y'all, the opportunities they've given me, 100 episodes in, you would never think. I do such a thing, but they have given me opportunities beyond my heart. Thank you guys. I love you so much. The love is real. The support is real and forever family and watch out now. Stay tuned. Your girl might make it out to their hometown. I <laughs> love you guys. Welcome to double dose of raw talk podcast, your weekly dose of many discussions and opinions, a show where we get comfortable being uncomfortable and remember no topic is off limits now let's talk about it it. all right do you guys have like water and stuff like yes I just made my kids. Yeah, me cause some, cause I've like, been talking, talking all day. I have a gallon, but I'm not gonna be right, right, a right. So you got guys still make it look pretty, like, right? Yeah, you I got look- to still, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm still gonna yeah. bring this one over. You know, the gallon is outside the door, but you know. <laughs> all right, guys. Wow, welcome back to another week and another episode on Double of Round Talk Podcast. Oh my god, I don't know how that even came out just now. <laughs> 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 that was insane it was like a little tune because that's like the hundredth energy Like yes. at the 100th <laughs> episode today and let me just say this i wanted to like oh, do i do a solo do no fuck that like you can't celebrate by, by yourself i can't do this by myself <laughs> So i'm like i need strong voices strong voices that I can relate to strong voices that, first of all, if I'm going to bring any voices on this platform to celebrate this, it's going to be voices that I listen to. So let's begin with that. All right. Hello. (laughs) But it it just put me in a space where I need strong voices and I need voices that I know serve a purpose because that's one of the main and key components to this platform, right? There's some form of purpose that we serve here. And so today I have amazing guests with me. Y'all just heard two voices. That's right, two, <laughs> because we are at the 100th episode of Double Dose of Raw Talk podcast. And we're going to celebrate with fellow podcasters. Yes. Um, one <laughs> half is a returning guest the other half is brand new to the Double Dose Raw Talk community. So I'm excited to have you yes. both here. Uh, I Thank always you. like introduce Thank my you. guests, but lately I allow them to do their own intros with their own vibe and their own hustle. So would my guests please introduce themselves?
5: Oh my goodness. You want to go first? I'm going to go
4: first. Uh, I'm just brand new. <laughs> here with my bestie. Hi. I'm Barbie. And I'm a of three. And I've been, you know, taking a nice little dip into a lot of uncomfortable things. Yes. And this is one of them. So, you know, but I feel it's natural. Yes. Yeah, it is. You know, so it's it's exciting. Yes.
5: <laughs> and I'm Virginia, the other half of the MILF Club podcast. Um what was I going to say? Like, this has been such a long time coming. Like, even when I was on my other podcast, like, we've been planning this for so long. Um, but, yeah, I'm a podcaster, obviously. I've been doing this for, like, I want to say, like, I don't even know, like, almost three years, I you guess. Yeah. It's about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Took a little break, but I'm back. I'm better than ever um i'm so happy to be podcasting again like i truly fucking missed it i think the last thing i did before like or after i quit my last podcast was yours and then like that was it like for the longest so i was just like i was happy to dust this off and i'm happy to be here again i'm
0: excited so. you guys are here first of all, i'm excited you're back on the mic and second of all yes. Barbara, you're doing a fantastic job being all uncomfortable oh, in a you. space <laughs> and i mean y'all know here we get real uncomfortable all the damn time so yeah this is why i love this so much that so you guys have agreed to join me on this week's episode, um you know, in celebration of, you know, it, it's also just milestones, right? It's the milestone that this means to me, and what that milestone means to you guys too, because, like you said, I had known this was an idea you had, you shared it with me, Virginia, yeah. and to finally meet Barbie, right, and to finally see, Yay. you know, the no, no podcast, y'all. Like I was, so
5: I know, I'm like <laughs> finally, y'all. The first time we recorded was February of last year. For real. But it was just like, it's so funny because we talk every day, 24-7. But it was just like a weird, like, I didn't fuck with this, she didn't fuck with They were like, now nah, we're going to release something good. And then, you know, like, I put so much time and effort into my other podcasts, mm-hmm. too, that, like, it's hard to launch something new when you're still watering something else. Yeah. And I kind of regret that in a weird way because I could have, I should have just made time for both things, but everything happens for a everything reason. Right. So does, does happened
0: for a reason, including that, that line yeah. right there. Last week's episode, I had Julie Jamison on and She said something about your, um, waters like gold and the overflow. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for you to say you were watering something, you know, and it, it's just, it's just, it just wasn't hitting. It's like, it's, it, it, it just wasn't it's crazy because that's really how we should look at our lives right we should really look at where are we pouring into where is it that we're pouring into first and foremost are you pouring into yourself and second of all exactly it's okay to pour into others but what purpose does that still serve you it doesn't mean like Mm -hmm. you cannot be just genuinely pouring into people right you know uh, how's that saying my mom used to say you know um that your left hand doesn't find out what your right hand did right it's like if you do it you do it because you want to cool but also it's the intent and it's the purpose right I'm not just going to keep pouring into others or into things that are not serving me or not reciprocating to me and I think essentially when we look at milestones um, we are reflecting on how we were able to even get there and a lot of that takes being able to find a balance in that pouring, that outpour and w- how we're receiving too, because people need to pour into us too. You can't be draining me. Yeah, true. You cannot be draining me. Okay. So I'm happy you guys are here. I'm happy you guys have launched y'all off the bat. you already know, <laughs> everything is included in the show notes. Y'all have to go support this platform and this, uh, th- this podcast. I mean, it's my whole heart. Like when I just see Thank a beginning you. of something Thank and you to see it being so successful. And like I said, a pure natural duo right here. I'm so happy you both are together <laughs> on the mics. Um, and I love the show. So we're going Thank to you. dive into, you know, y'all got some mamas up in here. So we're gonna dive right yes. into some milfs, for sure. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> milfs. I don't care who says what milfs. All right. right, so we're gonna dive right in. So on episodes of Raw Talk, we always open up the show with a raw mess of the week. It used to be a little icebreaker. But I decided to switch it up. And so with romance of the week, I actually had something in mind. And my little my little mm-hmm. liner was we're damned if we make more money and damned if we want a man that makes money. Right. And I was gonna point a reference to a little clip I saw from a formal NFL sir talking about Ciara oh. while she's with Russell Wilson talking about uh, oh, yes. you know, she's winning for the money. But I'm going to pump the brakes there, okay? Because I'm sure we're going to dive into that in the other two segments that we have of a little, little son that we're going to highlight. What I actually realized was going on, and I said, you know what? As MILFs that we are, I kind of want to highlight this a little bit because I want to be fair, and I like to be fair as a woman and as a mother, right? Yeah. Um, Recently I saw this tweet or whatever it was. Black China was like, I got to sell my cars, <laughs> They just looked at each other, I, right? I. And so <laughs> my boy Rob and Tiger was like, nah, we pay for this school, right? Hold up. <laughs> and it kind of became a little comical to me, right? Because, of course, society, social media, ran to make all sorts of assumptions, right? Well, she mm-hmm. got to get up and work. Well, what you talking about just because you pay for the school like, doesn't mean that's it. There was just so much back and forth that I saw, right? And so as MILFs that we are, right, and as women that we are, right, our takes on that, because I, I often, as a regular regular, schmegler woman up in here, I oftentimes have these discussions with fellow single mothers, right? And so I am one that from day one, I believe the way I settle this is in court. It's in black and white. This is what you give, and that's it. We don't ever again have to revisit this. It will allocate, it will increase as New York City standards feel it is, great. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is what it is, right? And then you have other people, other, other, other parents who feel I'm not going to take them. You know, they give what they give. What is your take on that? Because I, I'm a firm believer that when it's in, it's on paper, it's, it's there and and that's clear. But what's your take on this? What What's your opinion on this? Um, I mean,
5: honestly, I don't have anything on paper. I considered it at one point when things were a little like messy, mm-hmm. but for the most part, like. I don't know. They've been all okay. right, you know, so but I feel like if I needed to, I would go that route. But I think it's also because, like, in some cases I hear, you know, women do it, like, you know, through court or whatever. They don't even get that much because, some, you know, depending on their the guy's job or whatever, if it's on the book or off the books, legit, not legit, you know. Um. So so far, I've been like pretty blessed that like if I ask you for something nine out of 10 times, I'll get it. But I know that's not the case for everyone, yeah. you know.
0: Yeah. So So I mean yeah. and so from personal experience, you've been lucky enough, like as like we said, nine out of ten. Great. Yeah. It's funny because um I've always wondered what that would look like if ever I was to remove him from it. And this was definitely a topic of conversation that kinda of sort of maybe came up last summer. Um <laughs> and it just didn't happen for X, Y, and Z yeah. all the way to Z reasons. Um, but I, I do feel um, because of situations like this, right, where one party may take a position and other parties may then come and be like, uh, 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 pump the brakes. That's not true. This another. I just feel that to then enter into some form of an argument. I think that when you have it mm-hmm. on paper and I think it's more clear and it's an agreement, yeah. I think that may um, prevent A lot of disagreements and prevent a lot of back and forth. Because at the end of the day, I always think about the kids, and I always think about kids are gonna read, kids are gonna come across this shit, social media is there honestly speaking, yeah. when I saw that, I thought back, I got a little bit of PTSD of my own Facebook statuses I can 10 imagine. plus years ago when I was going a little wild on it. Um, and I was hopeful that somebody would see it and send it to his father. Like, I was petty petty. There was a there was a point where I was just like, that yeah. bitter baby mama. There was a point, right? I think we've all been there, I think, like, at one yeah, point or another. I think we've all gotten there. Because that's
5: the one time I was like, ooh, I'm about to, but then I didn't, but... Yeah, I've definitely been petty. Yo, sometimes when Facebook memories come up, I'm like embarrassed.
0: That's where I like, saw it recently. I, I was like, damn, why did I go off like this? <laughs> and then I saw the date, and I was like, what happened? Like, what did who did it? Let me see who commented. Maybe I'm gonna get a clue there. Because you know your friends be shady too. They'd be like, Yeah, tell yeah, that yeah. bitch this and tell him off Fuck him. Oh and then and I was like, I was I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. I was like, Y'all. I told someone the other day, had you caught me 10 years ago, it would have been a whole different Ooh. Daisy.
4: Oh, it would have been a whole different. Yeah. I feel
0: you. I've definitely changed. Because, I mean,
5: yeah, half of the most. Part. I know sometimes I want to wild out on people at Walmart. But for the most part, I've changed. Barbie,
0: what's your <laughs> she's, Calm down. Your, <laughs> <she's> calm down. She <laughs> calm. I'd be like. She calm. She's she'd be cute with it. Dealer. She's cute. She's just a what <laughs> What's your take on this, Barbie?
4: Um, I I agree. You know thank God I haven't, right. <laughs> haven't been in what, a situation like that, but you know i if I was God forbid I hope I don't mm. <laughs> but if it's there in black and white, obviously if it's documented within the courts and everything, there's no ar- there's no room for argument mm-hmm. like this is what it is this is what you have to do this is what I have to do this is an agreement, and this is what it, this is what we're gonna have to do from right. now on right because I mean i i I know me. I'm a gentle soul too. So I'll be like, look, if you can at least provide this, mm. there should be no excuses. If you are at least able to provide this amount, I'm okay. Right. right. But once you stray from that, okay, we're going to the notary. We're going to make up our own contract. <laughs> right, yeah. And you're going to sign it. I'm going to sign it. And then we can't have no problems. Right. So, right. you know, it's, it's difficult, you know, cause I think, Obviously, when pettiness does come into play, that's where things get ugly. I know, and then people lose sight of the kids, and that's
0: what's mm-hmm. sad. I just, I just feel it. Just you know, and I get it. These are celebrities, but the the fact is, they're still humans. They're still people, and a lot of people mm-hmm. do go through this. Maybe not with celebrity money, and maybe not with celebrity bank accounts, but to the point that Virginia said, one parent may make way more than the other, and that may mm-hmm. still be the custodial parent, right? So what does that look like for the other parent? Like where, you know, when you think of percentages, when you think of who's with the child longer, when you think of where the child lives, there's so many logistics to this, right? There is. There's so much. Because the
5: guys, because Rob and Tyga made it seem like they have the kids most of the time. Right. But my thing too with Black China is like, when you have a following that huge, she has over a million followers, Mm -hmm. is she not? I believe so, Yeah. Like, just based off the strength of your social media following, like, if I can make money off my few little hundred thousand followers, like, you can make money off yeah, of you your can. millions. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've made good money off of social media, so if I can do it, like, bitch, you can do it way better than Fine. me, you know? so... I agree. I just... And doesn't she have businesses, too? I'm just like, like, what's going on? Like, what's up with your finances, Ma? Like, so, I don't know. <laughs> and, and I think
0: it presents good questions, right? Because I think recently I have seen she came out that she was going to pursue legal action against the Kardashians because of when her show got canceled. She alluded to it having to do something with them. Listen, I'm here, first of all, to get to the bottom of everything. Second of all, I'm also here for the tea. Third, okay? 3rd yes. <laughs> third, third. I'm also a believer that right is right and wrong is wrong. And so when she did post her message, she leads with that. She leads with right is right and wrong is wrong. And if she does have, in fact, proof that this family did affect her finances, then you're going to win and right is right and wrong is wrong. And she needs yeah, to do what she needs mm-hmm. to do because, to your point, right, it does raise a question, right? You, you definitely seem to be a woman who who knows about her business. So, what is in fact going on that you are now yeah. leading into this path, right? Um, and I think it's valid questions. Unfortunately, she is in the light. She is a celebrity, so people can see this, right? And she chose to put this out there, right? Um, but let's not go too far. As a regular, regular, regular person, if I go to social media right now <laughs> and talk a bunch of shit about my struggles. I won't pass it by a single person that may have a set of balls to say, well, doesn't your baby daddy give you child support or doesn't this or doesn't that? I'm not a celebrity, but there still be people who will question that. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for you know, sure. people are nosy. yeah, people are nosy. So I just wanted to start off the conversation with that one. Uh, Russell and Ciara, we're definitely gonna hit them off in a little later um, because I'm still stuck <laughs> on that one. But I yes. wanted to kick it off with that because, like I said, we're mothers, right? We're we're moms, and we are here um, as women. We're working women. We're we're we are pushing forward with our children for our children. I think it's a valid conversation to have because I feel like there's still there's, um, this type of debate over it it's like some women feel like nah I, I'm not gonna do that he should just do that and then some women are like I'm just gonna put it on paper and I think sometimes it is a hit or miss and I think sometimes it is about luck like where we are lucky yeah. enough that, that we can just co-parent all together all around and we can coexist and we could get along and we have a clear understanding on what support looks like for this child Um, so you know raw mess of the week of course anyway <laughs> we're gonna get into the as raw as it gets <sighs> and this is where we're gonna open up these microphone hearts of ours and, and i'm gonna <laughs> kick it off with what does it mean to truly create a space for others and not just for ourselves so i want to dive into the milf podcast and the yes. birth of it and how did this come about <laughs> um use guys friendship i i like i like to highlight the foundation so hit me off with it
5: yeah Well, we've been friends since I was basically 14 and a freshman in high school, so we've known each other. Like, I'll be 35 tomorrow, if that gives you any, like... Like, we've been friends for a long time. Oh, yeah. And then, like, obviously, like, my old podcast, it was a lot about, like, love, friendship, sex, and, like, yeah, you heard about my motherhood, like, if I talked about it, you know? But... I still wanted, like, to create a platform where I was always talking about it. And I've had a blog called Mom and Love Forever, which is an acronym for MILF. (laughs) I've had that since, like, 2009. So then, you know, brainstorming and whatnot. I was like, oh, it'd be fun to, like, do a podcast. And I actually think we talked about it even before I created the other podcast. So this has been, like, in the works for the longest. But it's like, you know, Barbie has three kids. I have one, like, life and all that. So it just didn't happen. And I ended up creating the other one Mm -hmm. Um, but it's always been like there you know so we finally created it because we wanted it yes there's other podcasts that are about motherhood but it's not us you know you? <laughs> so- yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're like you know two different perspectives like we're two latina women you know different ethnicities and everything um different like you know you're married i'm not like you have three girls i have one so it was just like A nice little, like, melting pot, basically. So I thought it would be good to just, like, create our own space and, like, have it be inclusive of everyone, not just Latinas, like, anyone. Anyone. Like, it doesn't matter what ethnicity you are. We're not, like, for Latinas, by latinas No, like, (laughs) we're for everyone, you know? We're for the people. So, yeah, we just wanted to create a space for, like, all types of mothers. And, yeah, we're pretty excited, Mm -hmm. you know?
4: Very excited because I knew, you know, since high school, she's always been to journaling. Oh and <laughs> I think that was one of the things that I I clicked with instantly with her because I used to journal, so she kind of made me want to even journal more, which I did for a little bit. What was it called? Like, like Zanga. Zanga. I, like, still love- they had Zanga. They had you know. Then MySpace came oh, up, yes. and you know, then Facebook slowly came in, and she began her blog, mm-hmm. and I thought it was great that she was doing that, and then when she moved down here. You know, she talked about the podcast that she was on previously and you know, it made sense just for her to start this yeah. and you know, whether it was me or somebody else, you know, I was very supportive cause I, I saw it building into something great because yes, there's a billion of different things that are out there that are the same, mm-hmm. but people still making money. Exactly. Like people still make money and I think her voice is just more outstanding than anybody. Yes. So I just love, <laughs> and she's so creative. Like I love the creativity that she always has. Yeah. Thank you.
0: You're welcome. Absolutely,
4: I love the energy. So,
0: for, first and foremost, I just want to say, you two as my, you guys are your who you are, right? But you two remind me so much of how my best friend and I are. We're, so, but there's so much that we're alike, and then there's so much we're so so opposites. Wait, what sign is your best friend? <laughs> she's a Capricorn. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. I she's a Capricorn. I, we're 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 rare. I'm a Scorpio. She's a Capricorn. Cause Barbie is Scorpio. Oh, that's okay. I'm a Scorpio. Yeah. She's a Capricorn. But she's a very unique and different Capricorn. Like mm-hmm. I just I've never met a Capricorn like her. To be honest with yeah. you, because most Capricorns on me, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna fuck with you. But <laughs> her, she's yeah. different. She's so different. But it reminds me so much because she's like that person who I I've always known. She has been able to highlight and admire my creativity, right? And she has always been that number one supporter. So, like when I hear Barbie say whether it's me or someone else, right? It's like,
5: and it's like genuine, yes. which is nice because you can tell when people like fake yes. friends, you know. And it's no, like, you can,
0: you can. It's very intuitive to be yeah. able to 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 know that to identify it. Mm-hmm. And I think that takes a lot of growth for that and maturity, um, to be able to to see well, that definitely. coming, um, not turn a blind eye to it, and and to accept it, because who we, yeah. we let's let's face it. We we can't change men, we can't change fake. Like I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to put them back to back yeah. like that, but that's how exactly how I'm gonna put it. Um no, I wanna highlight, um, especially for you, Virginia, um, the letting go of something. And Oh my god. well, I mean, I'm not like, <laughs> gonna get into all the mess because No, you know, no I know, I know, I know. Like? But um I wanna highlight how that looked for you, the letting go of something or someone. Most I mean, the way I see it, it was at no choice, right? And at all costs
5: it was it wasn't I mean (laughs) I'm like I don't even know where to begin it's so hard to let go of something that you created you know like you started from scratch um but yeah it was like I didn't I didn't have like I gave it my all and I tried and I tried until I couldn't try anymore you know and then I was staying because like the people like like legit all these messages i would get from you know women like just reaching out to me and i was like oh my gosh i had to keep on going and then i was trying to like let go of shit like from my you know the partner i was with and like it was just hard because i just felt like i was beating a dead horse you know and it's like i don't know um but it, it was really hard to let go though because like no joke the same week that i quit and I think I said this on on your last yeah. on the last episode I was on for you. Like, there was a contract in our email. We had gone viral on TikTok. So, like, our numbers were growing. And I was just like, shit. Like, I don't know how Weezy and Mandy do it, honestly. Because, like, yeah, money is great and all. But, like, if I genuinely don't fuck with you, I can't imagine sitting here on a weekly basis, you know? And, like, you know, there's a lot more stuff that goes to it that's like more personal Mm -hmm. but i tried that's all i can say is i tried and i'm not gonna lie there are days and ask barbie there are days where i'm like oh my gosh like i'm back at fucking square one like you know what i mean like i look at our numbers and it's like nowhere near the numbers i had before but at the same time it's like i was a half of that you know and like I brought a lot to the table, so I know that we're going to be pop and we're going to be good. Like, we just started. So I'm just, like, trying to get us out there. But, you know, like I said, some days are hard. But then I will remind myself, like, I'm the shit. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> I got a great-ass partner. <laughs> like, I always tell her, like, oh, my gosh, like, everything is, like, so streamlined right now. Because, you know, you, you also you also have to, like, learn from your past. So, like, I know what not to do, what to mm-hmm. do, what the people want. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's just been like it's funny because we hired an editor and he's awesome, like love him. But then one day I had to edit, and it was so fucking easy <laughs> compared to before. <laughs> like it was like such a fucking headache before. And we probably should have hired an editor, and we didn't. And like now it's just like bloop. I'm like oh, I'm done. Yeah. Like it's so yeah. easy, you know. So it's just I don't know. It was a a blessing in disguise. And I think a lesson that I learned is that a be careful who you do business mm-hmm. with and be um, it's okay to let go and it's okay to start over yes you know? so with that <laughs> liner
0: this is truly that end is truly what became your beginning essentially yeah. so this is like <laughs> yeah. the brand new beginning and, and that's exactly what I wanted to highlight right um, I wanted mm-hmm. to highlight how it is okay to let go it is okay and I love that you said like, listen how beautiful would it be to be able to monetize this shit to the utmost and I could quit my job tomorrow right Great, Perfect. But there's certain levels of (laughs) sanity that go to this too. You know, when you become full, full entrepreneur, we don't sleep. Like, and I'm going to say we. I'm going to say we because we have jobs and we do this too and there's times that it's like I really got to balance it all out, right? Because it's just so much but we love to do it. And I think the real question is if you no longer love what you're doing or the way you're doing it or who you're doing it with, then Where is it that your sanity comes first? Where is it that your existence comes first? Where is it that, you know, is Virginia okay? Is Barbie okay? Is Daisy okay? You know what I mean? And I think that's essentially like how you said, you know, Weezy and Mandy, they've been in the potty for how many years now, Right. Like, no
5: but like still like honestly i don't think any amount of money could have kept me going right. honest like and i'm being so fucking honest because i left money honest. like i left money like i fucking debated yeah. like crazy i'm like all right I, i'm like maybe the money will make things better right. Right.
0: Right. right you think you think well it's got i mean shit let's let's move this it's like you know those people <laughs> would think oh maybe if we have a baby we could stay together
5: yeah <laughs> No, but it's like I knew we couldn't, because like I had tried and I tried, and like I just it's not like I just quit like, oh, I give up, things are right. hard, no, like you tried and you know? try for the yeah, record, for so. those
0: of you who might be confused, we're totally not talking about a relationship, we're totally talking about <laughs> we're totally talking about a podcast, a previous podcast that was with two people right and and yeah. what I love about this is it's so it's so intriguing to me how a lot of people. It's not the same. Oh, it is. Every relationship, when you think about <laughs> it, every type of relationship you have, it entails a lot of what that partnership looks like. That's exactly what yeah. it entails. Um, because for a quick second, anybody would have thought we're talking about a lover or something. Oh, you know? I know, and, and I know. it's not <laughs> it. But true. think about that. Put that into perspective for a second. Um. Okay, great. So. Here we are on a new journey with the MILF podcast. You guys have twenty, this twenty-seven years, right? Twenty years of friendship? No, twenty something. Wait. Yeah. I, uh,
5: let me see, fourteen, like twenty, like twenty-one. Just, it's, it's
4: hitting yeah. there, I think. We're yeah. illegal to drink now. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes. Okay. Yeah. So that is a very long-standing uh friendship. That's as long as my friend and I have been. Well, my best friend, uh-huh. like who, uh-huh. who you know, that's my right hand, my son's godmother. You name it, right? Speaking of numbers and the milestones, you know, a, a, a reality for you is, you know, starting from the beginning. Right. And how does that reflect the milestones and the achievements of where MILF Podcast is going for me? You know, knowing what this momentum is, you guys are here joining me on the 100th episode. Right. Yes. And, and, yes. and and seeing how does that look like as a milestone, as an achievement, I actually have the idea that if, in fact, I'm talking milestones, achievements and success, do I put what those qualifications are or do I just quantify it, right? Is it just based on numbers or is it what it means and how I got there and the story behind it all? And for me, I look at what 100 episodes are, right? And it's great. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, collaborators. Thank you, guests. Thank you, everyone, for that, right? But for me, it's really reflecting back to two years and really looking at everything a platform like this a microphone has allowed me to do right and I look at just the entire quality of it and the entire quantity of it and correct me if I'm wrong but it's like it's everything else the in-betweens is everything else that gives me the sense of achievement and success and I wanted to know what does achievement and success and milestone look like to you ladies
5: I mean, numbers are great, of course, but I don't think numbers are everything either. I think it's definitely the journey. Like I've met so many cool people, whether it's like recording and collaborating with them, um, just like listeners, like messaging and emailing like that. That's been amazing Um, reviews. Like just when, like I, I, I remember I would wake up and like I'll just be having a bad day and I would check the phone, and I'm like, oh, shit, we got a new review, and, like, we haven't gotten one yet, but we gonna get there. I'm waiting. But, you know, like, I'm excited <laughs> for, like, these milestones that I did reach with my old podcast that I wanna, you know, that I know we're gonna reach with this new podcast. Um, but, yeah, like, like I said, the numbers are great and all, but I just think, I just love, like, everything else in between, yeah. like, just, like, meeting people, traveling, like, there's so many things I've done because of podcasting. Like, I went to Nashville, and, um, august to go to a podcasting conference mm-hmm. and i got to like meet some people in real life network and just like learn because like i hadn't launched this podcast yet but like i knew i was about mm-hmm. to so it's just i don't know i'm just excited for the future and like i
4: know it's gonna be amazing absolutely you know? <laughs> for you
0: barbie what what does that look like to you
4: for me it's the reviews okay and interacting with the audience, mm-hmm. you know, like I encourage it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. I guess it's the Scorpio in me. Like you could it's tell me the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm I'm gonna thrive off of it because, you know, I always see that there's always something I can improve mm-hmm. on. You know, mm. and for me, for the past two years, you know, it's been a roller coaster for me. So, I just I cannot tell you like self-reflect is so important i think for anybody and if you don't reflect i feel like you're running away from yourself Ooh. okay um. barbie okay <laughs> and i thought i was doing that before but you know not to this level where i feel like i ripped my soul apart okay. Okay. Oh my just to piece it back together and with this podcast you know, yes it's a little scary, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm not <laughs> But you know, I I love it and I get excited every time we get to do it. And I know, you know, we were tired and everything, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm like, no, I want to do it. Yes. I'm excited yeah. and you know, I can't wait to hear what people have to yeah. say mm-hmm. because even yet quantifying it, you know, I like that, too, because you get to look back. You're like, yo, I started all the way from yes. here. And look where we're at right now. Yes. And I think that's such a great thing to see for you to visualize and see it right in front of your face and see the growth. Yes. And, you know, the feedback is that's what I'm waiting yeah. for. Because yeah. that's where I, that's the best part for me. Yeah. So, I think it's amazing. Yeah. She,
0: first of all, she's such a Scorpio. She's like stealing my heart even more now because <laughs> she really is. That's she exactly is. how I am too. It's like, you know, we see it. We see so much, right? But it's just really who who did I impact? Like just that one exactly. Person. Who did I impact?
5: And sometimes you don't realize who you do impact. Yeah. Like it's crazy. And I think sometimes we compare ourselves so much to like other like social media people or podcasters and what have you. But one thing I learned that like. Yeah, would it be cool to have like a hundred thousand followers? Absolutely. Right. But at the same time it's not about the numbers either because you can have higher engagement with a smaller amount of, you know, followers or what have you. And like one thing I there's like a book or something. I forgot where I read it, but it's on my iPad somewhere. <laughs> but it's something called, um it's called I think it's called like a hundred true fans. oh like Yes, I know someone, that. One. Yeah. Like, yeah, because you can have, like, someone can have, like, a million followers and, like, let's say they try to sell something or what have you and, like, only, like, a tiny bit will mm-hmm. buy, if anything. But then um, with a 100 true fans, it's, like, as long as you have those 100 true fans, like, you'll get more out of yeah. it, you know? Yeah. So it's like I rather focus. I rather have like a little tribe who really fucks with me than like a whole bunch of people who don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? yes.
0: I I agree so, with that 100%. Yeah. So while we're at that with the 100 true friends, it was funny cuz I wasn't going to do this, but I am going to do it. Um we have shared <laughs> on this platform um, of reviews from a particular listener. Right. And it's funny because about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, I got a DM from this listener, which I always used to get DMS from him. Um, So this is a public service announcement to sky burner. And I'm going to say this this way, because I truly believe his page got hacked and Yes, oh. because he was always, you know, very involved. Love the episode this week, you know. Yeah. And he's just one of those listeners that has been so loyal. Um, so if you did get hacked, like just show a sense of life on Double Those World Talk Podcast because <laughs> know, <right>? like, <laughs> like know. you know, when you get to know your listeners and he's actually one of the listeners that I got to know. Um and that's it's, it's so amazing. And I got to know him virtually, you know. He shared with me one time, oh, my wife and I, we like this episode. You know, that means so much. And 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 I wanna be able to share this too and highlight a little bit more. Um, I went to this event uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I want to highlight this even more because I do believe I mentioned it briefly. Even if I didn't, that's fine. I'll mention it now. But it was a very personal event. It was a good friend of mine. It was a gender reveal. I'm not gonna say who because you know she hasn't Aww, posted it yet cool. on social media, so I can't do all of that. You know. But okay. um, she looks so cute. Oh my god, <laughs> she's gonna join the mom <laughs> club for the first time, and I'm so excited for her. Yay. Yes, and. Um, you know, she had been um, you know, a, also a loyalist and listener also a true fan, um, a partner, right, a business partner, a true supporter of this platform. And I'm there in her house, and other friends were there, and these two people, America, will come up to me, and they go, "So you're the voice of Double Dose of World Talk podcast?" Oh, that's so cool! And like <laughs> my heart just popped out of my chest. They just didn't see it, but I did. I felt it, and. That's so I just cool. sat with them and I started talking to them and to hear two people reference my show, say that they hear it together, um, you know, say like, you know, talk about this. Like, it it just meant so much to me. I'm getting emotional. It just meant so much to me. Like to, No, that is it's awesome. so awesome to me. It's so amazing that even if it is just in two years that I've been able to meet three people in particular, and I've gotten emails and I've gotten reviews and I've gotten DMS, but to really get to meet someone and have them come up to me and say, Oh, so you're that voice. You're the person. It means just so much. It means that somewhere, somehow, whatever I have to say, it it meant something. And so shout out to them. You know, since they say they listen, this is for you guys. Um, You know, (laughs) I I appreciate the support and the love. And that's really where I see how significant a milestone of 100 episodes look like. Right. How significant Mm -hmm. it is that even when you walk away from something, you don't give up on a passion that you have and you kick off a MILF podcast that you knew you always (laughs) wanted to, because the truth is, you know, that there is a platform in that itself, there is a community for that itself, that there are people yes, who yes. are going to wait to relate to someone, to relate to two people who who can make it make sense for them and who can, it, it could feel like home. For me, as a mom in love forever, and also a MILF, um, you know, the other MILF. Right? Right here. Just take a quick look. See? All of us. All of it. Um, For me, it means a lot to have A platform where I could tune into, and it could be a sense of relief for me and it could touch my soul. And and I could sit there and say, I get it. That's exactly how I feel. That's exactly what it is for me. Shit, fuck. And be able to express (laughs) myself like that. That's exactly what that is about. The achievements, the success, and the milestones. That's what that's for. Um, so I wanted to shine a little as well as it gets light on that. Um, (laughs) I want to go into that double or nothing, and this is when we are gonna get a little, a little testy, guys, a little bit. And this show is sponsored by Queens Infusions, a mompreneur-owned brand that creates terpenes and CBD-infused wellness products. Woman-owned, mompreneur, small business-owned. Queens Infusions wellness products are homemade in small batches from locally sourced ingredients, and they are my absolute favorite. A mellow out to chill to enjoy the scent, the taste. Oh, you name it, you don't want to miss this. Go to the show notes, go to Queen's Infusions Etsy shop, and at checkout, use DDRT code for 20% off, courtesy of Double of Raw Talk Podcasts. Um, I want to kick into the, I am all in support of men speaking up and sharing their stories and creative spaces for men to have a voice. And I am recently, I've definitely had several male guests come on this show, speak on their stories, their journeys, um, a lot of their traumas as, as growing up, you know, in the hood growing up just here in New York city, just so many backgrounds. Right. And I'm all for it. And then we have men who do have mics and they just have a (laughs) She's like, yeah. (laughs) And then they just have a lot of (laughs) shit to say, right? And so I guess what I want to bring up here because it gets to me a little bit. And and I feel like as mothers and as women, sometimes we feel like, fuck, like, where is it that we're we're getting our wires completely tangled? Never mind crossed. We're we're getting wires completely tangled, right? Um I'm a single woman, right? I have been dating, you know, I'm back to dating now. <clears throat> okay. I am. It's been pretty eventful. Um,
5: <laughs> That's good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of them was eventful. A great event. The other one, I oh just, my uh, I can't, I just, I have no words. I, I really don't. Um, <laughs> listen, I tried. Um, But, I do feel like we're dealing still with a lot of stigma surrounding what male expectations are and also some women expectations, right? Whether they're realistic or not, right? And so one of the things, you know, we've definitely seen it and we've heard it in these pod streets. Um, you know, this rapper said the reason why he proposed to her was because her body count was low. Mm, I don't know if you know her true body count, but whatever. Um, That's so it's stupid. so stupid, right? But then you also hear other other shit around and so one of the things i did here recently and and i know i highlighted it in the beginning but i want to shine a light on this right now right it was this comment about sierra being with russell um because of his money in a in a, in a sense because he has money to begin with right because she went from mm-hmm. you know russell senior um to be with this man right and I think that alludes to this idea of being a gold digger. I think that alludes to this idea of women only have an interest in that, right? Or in other words, would she be with him if he didn't have that money? And I feel that we are in a society where there's still the stigma. You know, several weeks ago, we had a man say, oh, if you're a woman who makes so much money, you know, you disqualified yourself because, you know, you don't need a man, you know, this, that, and the third Yeah, these are real conversations that are happening amongst men. I know. And the reason why, and listen, listen, this is not a male bashing. I love my men. I love no, no, my no. men that I've met. I love these men who are strong. I'm not saying I have relationships with them. Plenty of them are married and I am so supportive of their yeah. wives too. Friendships, Friendships right? <laughs> um, You know, I, I, I love a good man who has a strong voice and knows how to give an opinion. What I'm not here for is the judgments. And I despise the fact that we are in a space in society still where we are still so entangled with our wires that we cannot just give a little bit of grace to one another, right? Where we run to judge so much. Like, so because I would like someone who is meeting my income range, all of a sudden I'm a gold digger. Or because I'm in a certain range, I should just be disqualified because, you know, she has too much already. She ain't going to want me. Like, how do you know that, though? How do you know that I money is not a factor for me? How do you know that to what extent money is or may not be a factor for me, right? And so I wanted your thoughts a little bit about that, and I wanted to for us to be able to call a spade a spade here. I wanted you guys to chime into this conversation a little bit more in your thoughts.
5: Well, the Sierra thing, first of all, it's not like she was a broke bitch; like she was an artist; (laughs) like she had money, right? But this is my thing too, like. Some people say Russell Wilson's ugly. I don't think he's ugly. I don't think he's like Papi Chula, but he's all right looking. But the most important thing out of their relationship is that she wanted a man of faith. She wanted a man who had a strong relationship with God. And that's exactly who she got. It had nothing to do with money or anything. So that whole like argument, they need to shut the fuck up because it can't it comes down to her being with someone who matches her faith, you know? And that's really important to some people. So in that instance, I'm like, I hate when people talk about them. I'm just like, it has nothing to do they with money hate at it. all. Like, at the end of the
4: day, that's what it is. It, it is hate, hate
5: because they're, it's true love. It's genuine. She looks so happy compared to when she was so with her happy. ex. You know, you. And people don't like to see other people happy for some at reason. All. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
5: And then as far, and then there are women in the world, and even men too, like there's men who have sugar mamas, but yeah, there are women who have sugar daddies, but like not every woman's like that like i want to be with a partner who has like similar to me or i if he has more cool but like i don't think i would want someone who has less than me though you know okay. what i mean because i don't want to support anyone okay if you you know if we're together and you go through a struggle then okay But not like a long term, like five years (laughs) later and you still don't have a job. Like, no, like I'm older now. I need someone I can settle with and, you know, what have you. But I'm also not looking for a man to support me because I don't know if it's because I grew up with a single mom and just because my love life has been a roller coaster. (laughs) But I always make sure to have my own because I feel like the few times that I've gotten a little too comfortable, not that they supported me, but just like. Comfortable, like, whether it's, like, splitting rent or whatever. Like, I don't like that feeling where, like, my world gets turned upside down. So I just make sure I'm good all the fucking time Amen. now. Like, all the yeah. time. Yeah. So you got to be on the same level or, like, if you have more, cool. But I'm not I'm not with you for your money. Like, I got my own at the end of the day. Barbie, how do
0: you feel about that? I want to get your take on this. Um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> um, I can say that, you know, mature... Oof. I maturity is very important. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I just think that the whole Sierra and Russell Wilson thing is bananas okay. because I'm like, I don't, I don't see why people are so hung up on the money or assuming she's a gold digger. You know, like Sierra's already had mm-hmm. money, and what I have seen in her posts is how happy. Yeah how happy she is. And that's what it comes down to, to any sort of relationship. You know, like if you're not happy, then why be yeah. in it? And you know, you don't want to raise somebody. So <laughs> it's like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to raise yeah. another person. <laughs> I already no. got three that I have to raise on my own. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Like, um, and yes, you have to be financially stable. Okay. Not like, oh, my God, you're, like, super rich. No, like, as long as you got a job and you taking care of what you need to take care of, I respect that.
5: I would say financially literate because, like, some That's people, a- like it's amazing okay. the amount of people. <laughs> no, because, like, I, I mean, not that I've always had my shit together, but, like, I just feel like just in general i talk to so many people and a lot of people's finances are fucked like whether it's like they don't have credit cards don't believe in credit have fucked up credit or whatever so it's like you can have a good credit score and like you may not have a lot in your account but at least you're worthy of something too you know what i mean so it's like people just need to get their shit together basically i think
0: it's definitely the financial stability and literacy Mm -hmm. for me right um so i have a confession Okay. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know a long, long time ago, I've been on this vibe and this wave that I've been wanting to marry a stay-at-home dad. Okay. Okay. That's been my thing. Then I kind of was like, all right, he could own something, I guess, a business if he has to. Like that's fine. (laughs) Okay. I guess. Okay. But it was mostly because um thinking about having a, a child again with someone, right? I'm thinking, and listen, this is this is a real MILF, milf moment. Let's face it. Child care is expensive <laughs> as fuck, and I will stand by that it no is. matter what. And, you know, gas prices are going up. Groceries are expensive. The milk is like, oh, my God, it's expensive as shit. Um, So for me, when I think even more so about the idea of I meet someone and I have a child, like one of us is going to have to stay home, and it ain't going to be me because <laughs> I don't want to stay at home. It's not for me. I tried the whole working from home it's just it's not for me I went nearly crazy okay I can't I just I can't right but then maybe he can right and so I've had this idea in my mind and I've had my friends be like yo bitch like come on that's that's (laughs) not realistic (laughs) my boys are like I mean I I would stay but oh you know like what's that gonna look like like have you thought about how that's gonna look right and so I have been faced recently in the dating scene you know because I'm back on it right Mm-hmm. I think these men are great in just who they are. Yes, I date multiple people because I'm not committed to no I mean, one. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they have a sense of good career paths. I think the work that they do is great. Um, one of them in particular has, was a true hustler. Like, you know, he had multiple jobs. And I think that's fantastic, right? And then I realized, um, thinking of goals, thinking of their financial stability, And where their financial literacy falls, I realized it was not meeting my expectations.
5: Oh, no. no. And I had to
0: start asking myself, remember what Barbie said, we gotta reflect, right? I had to start Mm -hmm. asking myself, huh, are you being true to what your standards are? Are you being true? Are you being honest with yourself of what you want? Like, are you okay? Once upon a time, I was married to someone who at one point didn't make less than me, right? I was, yeah. right? I'm not going to say which one. I've been married twice. Um, But Maybe both of them. Um but um <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you were married twice. I'm I like, like know, you learned. Now they know you oh,
5: no divorced kidding. twice <laughs> too.
0: But it was great. Um both experiences are very unique, right? Um, you know, the first one you marry for love, the second one you marry for money. So I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke, <laughs> it's a joke, it's, a joke, it's a joke, it's a joke. But um but the thing is, right, for me it's like it didn't work out then. Right. And back then I didn't think too much of, well, how much do I make? How much that person makes? Because I'm just so in love here. Right. You just love this person so much. And you want to create this world. Right. And now today and it's a no shade. I think they're both in great spaces. They're both very happy. They're both doing their thing. And I'm listen, Kudos to them, Right. But now looking at myself at 36, now reevaluating, reflecting now getting looking back 100 episodes and realizing the shit i was talking episodes ago i don't know if if if, if that's matching my 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 purpose anymore i don't know if that idea of having a stay-at-home dad or even the idea that, oh, I'll be okay if, you know, mm, you know, they make a little less than me. I don't know if that's matching. Yeah. I don't know anymore. I have to confess. And see,
5: that's a great thing that you can always grow and evolve yeah. because mm-hmm. me two years ago isn't me now, you know? So, so with that
0: said, though, does that make me a fucking gold digger? Does that make me? Definitely. Does that make no. Me? No. Like a, a woman who is expecting way too much, you know? Uh, based on what uh, some males in society are are judging it to be but you know you know what it
5: is too it's like women some women who these men have been with are okay with accepting less you know whether it's not getting wine and dine not being taken out not you know even though it's materialistic things like buying gifts or like some women don't know how to be treated so then when a guy meets a woman who does want who does want all that stuff and has her shit together they're like oh she's too much like nah you mm-hmm. know but it's like no I just have standards and you should fucking have them too I you
0: agree. know 100% so I feel comfortable confessing this here today with my mouth here um, because I think it was just important for me to show the growth <laughs> show the maturity Um, yeah. because I do consider that a level of growth for me Um, because th- these dating streets is not it's just not happening. It's, it's just like, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm giving it a shot. Um, I, I also, I'm not trying to be too hard. My best friend was, I bet you being a little too hard. I was like, mm, no, I'm not. But I'm going to compromise. And I did. And I felt it out. And I realized uh, that's not cutting it. My standards are now different. Yeah. they they have elevated a little bit higher. Um, I kind of went back to my journal and rewrote, you know, the manifestations and shit. Um, and I was oh yeah, that's Girl. so important, and be very specific with what you I want. I was I was scratching <laughs> shit out. I was like, nah, this ain't gonna yeah. work. Fix this. Add another zero. Um, this is not gonna work. <laughs> 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 Add another zero. This oh is not gosh. it. Well, because I realized then too. The goals that I'm setting for myself, what I look to for the future as another milestone, as an achievement and as a success, it looks like it has another zero. It looks like it has more Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. And so when I tell a man I am very, very busy and he's not understanding that and he's not accepting that and he's not trying to work with me on that, that's a problem. It's a real problem. And I'm realizing that as I continue to date. And so I've had to really reevaluate and reflect a lot on this shit. And so, public service announcement who anybody who's tuning in and you're single and you're trying to date me, just know for the fifth time, I am very, very busy and I'm adding another zero to the income. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I know time is precious. So it's like, just be patient too much. I want to circle back a little bit to the co-parenting. Right. Um, and, and what does that look like when we reach that level of acceptance, right? When we're accepting certain things in our lives and we're, and we're okay with where we are. Right. And how does that look like with co-parenting? Because here's the thing. Um, We break up, right? We're no longer together, right? But who I was then is not who I am today and how my standards have elevated and how they're evolving, right, as a human being. How does that affect in any way, shape, or form what co-parenting looks like?
5: It's funny because you said who you you were then is not who you are now. And I feel like for the longest part of our issue was that, that he still thought of me as like 20-year-old Virginia, you know? Not that I was like super immature or whatever, but me then and me now is not the same person. So I feel like our co parenting has been a fucking roller coaster. Mm. Like literally, Mm. you know, not a fun one either. I mean, right now it's fine, but it's like, you know, we've grown over the years. Like we were young when we had our kids. So it's not, it's not easy. I gotta tell you that much. It's not, it's not easy, but I feel like. Once I put my emotions aside a hundred percent, that's when shit started being better. Because the first two years I was like, I love you. Let's be together, <laughs> our family, you know? And it was just like, nah, like that wasn't gonna happen. Yeah. Um and then once I got it through my fucking big ass head, like <laughs> <laughs> then things started being better because I just feel like the emotions is what fucks yeah. things up. Like once you remove that, then for the most part you can be like kosher with each other. How does it look like for
1: yeah, you, Barbie?
4: Just Just kidding, no. It it was it was it was a lot. It was a lot. A lot. You know, um it definitely took a lot of growth. A lot of growth and a lot of communication, even though I'm the one that's big on communication. It feels like sometimes, you know, it goes in one ear Mm. and out the other. Spoken like a true Scorpio mouth. (laughs) (laughs) you know but it took a lot and now you know my oldest is she's she'll be 18 this Mm. year i'm like oh my god beautiful you know you know so i'm i'm glad that her and her dad have a much better relationship Mm. now um you know it's it's a lot of elements it's a lot of elements and you know emotions is one thing that gets you into a lot of heated Mm -hmm. debates and Mm -hmm. discussions and you know you're like i'm going nuts like (laughs) what is not what are they not understanding sometimes and you know then i look at myself like well what am i not understanding what am i missing like why are we arguing right Mm -hmm. now like you know but it's it's great to have peace now. Oh my gosh, I love peace. Yes. Peace <laughs> is so important. Yeah. Um, you know, and co-parenting, you know, I I've seen a lot of stuff online mm-hmm. and a lot of, you know, debates about mm-hmm. it because I'm like, oh, you're normalizing co-parenting. I want a family like Like bitch, I want a family too, but this is your family. everybody you end up wants having a, family. a blended family and now. a blended family is no different than any family in what the structure is, what you can say. Amen to, to that. Family.
0: Let's get all the way wrong on that one. Put put another yes. dose on that one. Talk <laughs> your shit, Barbie. Let's go. So,
4: you know, I'm like, look, you want what you want in your mm-hmm. life. I want what I want in my life. You want what you want. You want what you want. You know, I'm not gonna shit on what looks great to you and what makes you mm-hmm. happy. I might not agree with it or you might not agree with mm-hmm. mine, but i love you i care about you and as long as you're happy i'm Mm -hmm. happy and if it's somebody i don't get along with then all right that's none of my business that's your shit you know like what does it matter if people are Mm co-parenting like what does it matter like if you know like some people like oh they couldn't get along they always fought well now they're co-parenting and everything's great so then why not be together well maybe because we argued all the damn time. Exactly. Like I don't want, I don't want my kids growing up in a house where they saw their parents fighting all the, time. All the damn mm-hmm. time.
5: And I think that's what it comes down to is the kids. Like I've been put in awkward situations where it's like myself, her, you know, her father, and then like the father's girlfriend. Like, do I want to be there? No, but I'm gonna suck it up and mm-hmm, like, you mm-hmm. know, like for my mm-hmm. kid. Like, I just, you just want what's best for them, and it's just like having all that drama and shit. And I feel like, like I said, back to the emotion thing really quick. Like, I feel like sometimes when there's a lot of emotions involved and you're trying to hurt each other, yeah, you might be hurting each other, but you're hurting the kid the most. Actually, at the end of the day, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just like put those fucking emotions aside and do what's best for the kid, because that's who matters. And like, believe it or not, we affect them way more than we fucking think. And they're always
4: paying attention. They are. They like, always
0: are. Oh so okay, I'm gonna kick you guys off with with, with um with uh another confession. Um, I I've tried it a little <laughs> bit on this, but again, it to me. Me sharing information here on my platform also has a lot to do with who I'm sharing it with and who's the people, a person who I'm speaking with. Right. And so if I'm going yeah. to have a type of conversation about motherhood, relationships, womanhood, um, co parenting you dare right it's going to be with Virginia and Barbie. Right. Um, <laughs> but I want to shine light on this a little bit because I, I don't think I ever gave all the details on this. Um. I have prided myself on the level of co-parenting my son's father and I have done and the relationship I have with his wife, um, who I so love dearly. And, and, and he and I, we, we, we are friends. Um, that's so good. I love it. So we are. Good. I want to say we are my right? friends fight, right? Sometimes, friends, friends yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you know, some friends have children together, right? Um, in our case we have a son, <laughs> right? Um, you know, I was I was so I was so certain and so confident in where we reached by twenty twenty one. And then Marcus mm-hmm. went out, my child. He went out there for a whole summer. Oh yeah, I remember last summer. I was yeah. preparing, right? To be a whole, to be a thought, remember? I was like, I'm I'm all about <laughs> yeah. Remember? It. I was like so ready for it. Um <laughs> I'll talk about that another time. But uh, <laughs> but It was great. I went to drop him off. I actually stayed with them in their home. They invited me to stay there, right? Which I actually appreciated because I was able to witness a dynamic for my son to be so happy to have his parents in one roof to have, you know, he calls her mom. I'm his mama and I'm okay with him calling her mom. I I see that Mm -hmm. as a true, genuine love he has with her. Yeah, I don't see a
5: problem with that. I'm okay with that. Some women feel threatened. Some Some women feel threatened, but I'm like, at the end of the day, whatever woman is involved in my child's life and like a mother role, I really don't mind because at the end of the day, I know what I, where I stand in my kid's yeah. life, you know. So like, why would I feel okay, I've that, like I've gotten all
0: sorts of looks like you? You were. I was like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't she, get it either. If he wants to and he had that conversation with me, which he did. I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. I know who I am to my son. It doesn't bother me. I don't feel it's mm-hmm. a competition at all. And again, that just shows me he he truly loves her. And honestly, she adores him. This woman messages him every day. I actually tend to oh, yell at I my son, that. and I'm like, don't be one of those <laughs> that guys so that doesn't reply back because I can't stand yeah. that. And she's like your other mom and you need to like answer back. Like enough is enough, right? Because he's yeah. one of those boys, right? So I say that to say. Yeah. So I say that to say. This summer was definitely a true test for us because it was... the Once again, we're realizing that now we're raising a teenager and we are parenting very different. Mm. And there was a couple of times we had to have discussions. And I got a little defensive I got a little protective because you're not going to tell me about my kid because he's always with me and uh, what, what you trying to say yeah. you know and I realized that on his end the way he was trying to start the conversation was like you know I don't want us to argue I just want to share something with you it's just a, a couple of observations you know but I would really like for us to have a conversation. and there was a whole speech to that and I realized that a lot of that has to do with who we were back then who we were, mm-hmm. at, like the fighting, the arguing, the clashing. We just was not like this. We was not coming together to co-parent at all. And so here we were treading still a little lightly around a tough conversation. And I was like, he's getting on my nerves. Why is he talking to me like this? Like, uh, why, yeah. what's he about to say? <laughs> you know, I realized I was still getting defensive. I realized that it was, it was still a test for me to be accepting of who we are today as parents and the different way we're co-parenting now, right? Uh, Of how the sharing custody is going to look like, right? Um, Is he just going to fly out there whenever? Are you coming to get him? Mm -hmm. He's older now. He could fly again by himself. COVID has calmed down a little bit. You know, how long is he going to stay? The kid has soccer now. The kid has training in the summer. You know, there's so many things now that we're now relearning how to accept who we are now today from who we were pre-pandemic. We're learning how to mm-hmm. accept the new way of co-parenting. We're learning how to accept who we have become post-pandemic and how that shit affected us. Both of us have worked in healthcare we were very affected emotionally and mentally by the pandemic Economics. and so there were times where we were coming at each other and life was affecting our co-parenting so I wanted to shine a little light what that accepting looks like um, because I think that the more older we get and the more mature we get there's certain level of growth that it may not be at the same level it may not be parallel right and who's to say it's supposed to if all we are is co-parenting we're no longer together do you need to match my parent my do you need to be parallel to my co-parenting as we continue to get older a question that probably needs to answer still i don't know but i'm realizing that more and more today Mm -hmm. and the shit is getting fucking harder and harder it is honestly um one more note on the double or nothing that i'm realizing a little bit more and it's a confessional um my son is 15 and he dropped the bomb on me that, you know, this girl he was talking to. And I was like, uh, I didn't know you was talking to a girl. First of all, I didn't know you still say oh those phrases, gosh. right? I was like, people still say that <laughs> I'm talking to this girl. So, um, it came, like, listen, I was like, I'm, I was like, excuse me? Like, I have never blinked so many times in my life. I
1: can only <laughs> I imagine. Like, oh, no.
0: And then it was like, you know that girl I'm talking to, right? I was like, no. I was like, like who is you What's her name? What's her social? Where does she live? Like... You know, I was trying to find out the social. I'm kidding. I don't know if her mama ever could <laughs> like, go on I mean, I, d- like... I definitely wanted to, like, see a picture of something and then see if I catch her in these streets or something. I don't know. But <laughs> it was a reality to me um, that we're entering that new phase of parenting in this home.
5: Oh, I know. And um,
0: already I'm saying this and I'm like, my chest is hurting. Um, I am now realizing <laughs> like I immediately, I had no choice. I didn't know what to do. I know I have my brothers here who talked to him. I know my brother-in-law who's also his godfather just like my brothers talked to him. But I immediately grabbed the phone and I immediately texted his father and I said your son has a girlfriend. He's talking to a girl. You need to talk to him. You need to have conversations with him. This is what I know so far. He's like, calm down. Relax, Daisy. He's growing up. And I was like I just I don't yeah. know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like the schools are right near the house. I'm not here all the time. What if they come to this house? Oh my <laughs> I God. Was panicking. Panicking when I tell you. And so my fellow MILFs, how do you how have you dealt with this reality of this? I mean, Barbie, your your old is hitting eighteen. So you've kind of like uh, you, know. you know you've been through this phase of the teens for quite some time. Virginia, I know baby girl's entering, right? She just entered yeah, she's gonna. How are we dealing you, with this? So. How how is
4: this reality kicking in with you guys? Uh, <laughs> well, I can start off because my oldest, you know, she told me about her boyfriend when she was fifteen, oh. and it was just at that age. And then on top of that, it didn't help that they met online. Oh. So that that I was like, okay, wait, (laughs) I need to know what he looks like. I want his phone number. I want his screen name. I want everything, you know, I want to see. Because, you know, in the age that we grew up, you know, AOL was the new thing, and, you know, Mm -hmm. like, it was exciting. You were in chat rooms, and I was like, yo, I got myself into some shit.
5: I know. I remember how I was as a teen, and I'm like, don't be
4: like me. So I'm like... You know, I'm, I'm making sure that I'm on top yeah. of her, you know. So, I met him. They were the same age. He's like a year older than her by a couple months.
5: And they're so cute together. So cute. That makes me feel so better. So, <laughs> like they match each other. They like, really do. Yeah. And,
4: you he's know, he's a good boy, man. Young man. He is. And, you know, I think he's amazing. He's super intellectual. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm like, oh Angie, okay. like okay, oh, okay. I, got, okay. I, got, I right. wish I would have dated guys like that. Like, you know, um, but it was it was a little rough. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. You know, like I was like, but you're my little Angie. Like mm. you can't be dating now. Like no, like, stay little. Yeah. but then I was like, wait, bonus, he lives in the Bronx. We are in here, in PA. I know so. <laughs> so that's a travel. Now nah, but what like? his so what's his name? What's his picture? Like,
0: where he's from? Because though. <laughs>
4: Right, right. Is it my son? No,
0: Hi, <laughs> I keep a lookout. Don't but hurt um
4: me. Right. You know, like I I had to, you know, I had to think about when I was her age mm. and you know, I was like, You're doing a whole lot better than I was. Yes. A whole yes. lot better, you yes. know? <laughs> um you know, and I keep an open conversation mm-hmm. with her. Like I make sure like communication Was something that I always, always stress. You Mm -hmm. know, I know she wasn't the greatest in expressing herself. You know, it took a while for her to be, you know, expressing herself. And the best way she found it was through writing. Mm -hmm. And she would show me. And then we got to a point where we were able to talk face to face and it wasn't so bad anymore. And I'm like, look, I'm your mom. You know, I'm always gonna be your friend Mm -hmm. too but I'm your mom first mm-hmm. and you have to be honest with mm-hmm. me. Honest. I was like, cause boys are going to be boys and you know, like yeah. they're not wired the same way we mm-hmm. are. No. And you know, if you're not ready for, you know, that mm-hmm. then you need to express it
1: mm-hmm.
4: and he needs to respect mm-hmm. you. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, you can't be having sex before you get married or, you know, I'm not I'm not that type of person. You know, as long as my kid is open with me, I'm like, look, you have to be honest with me at all Mm -hmm. times. You have to understand that I might be upset with with something you might Mm -hmm. tell me. I'm human. I have emotions just like Mm -hmm. you do. But don't be scared to come and tell me something Mm -hmm. or any question because you got to know I'm not judging you. I'm not a judgmental person at all. I'm open-minded. I listen first. And if this resonates with me and I feel safe in your energy, you're going to be in my life. If you don't, then I'll love you from a distance. And you know, I've always taught my daughter and I'm teaching my two little ones to always come talk to me always don't I, be scared and
5: i think that's like the biggest takeaway from all this like i don't know about you guys but like growing up my mom never talked to me about sex like ever Hello. like you know so i learned i learned through my friends i learned well basically through yeah friends basically yeah, friends. And maybe watching tv or whatever now i have my barbies have sex with mm-hmm. each other and all yeah <laughs> but like I, I i never had that relationship with my mom where i ever felt comfortable to talk to her So that's one thing that I said when I have kids, I'm definitely going to have that open conversation with them because like, I wish I would have had that. Like, I think that's such a great feeling and I love when my kid comes and talks to me about things. And I just think communication is key like with
4: our kids, with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, my mom, I love my mom. Hi mom. (laughs) You know, like I, I, I definitely picked up a lot of her stuff, you know, cause I wish I had known Mm. that you know, she was someone that I can go talk to because I was just so scared. Scared, I was yeah. so scared. I was like, she going to yell at me and I don't oh. feel like dealing with that right now. You know, so it's just like, I don't know if I can tell her about right. This. I don't know if I can tell her I started having sex. I was just terrified, yeah. terrified, yeah. you know. And my daughter, you know, she's like, no, I feel comfortable talking to you because you're a safe Absolutely. place. Absolutely to talk I feel like I can be I can be honest with you without feeling like oh my god I gotta hold back Mm -hmm. because this person's gonna get angry Mm -hmm. you Mm -hmm. know and that was one of the things you know that made me deter from talking to my own parents because I'm like oh my god like if I say something I'm gonna get like I'm I'm gonna hit with (laughs) a (laughs) chancla I don't want to (laughs) deal with it absolutely and you know disappointment and I think disappointment for a teenager especially It hits hard. Yeah. It hits really yeah. hard. And that's one of the things that I think that she fears the most is that I'm going to be disappointed yeah. in her. And I'm like, no, as long as I know that you're giving your full 100 percent, you're being honest with me. Yeah. I'm going to support you no matter what. And I'm here to help you no matter mm-hmm. what, because who else is going to do that for you except mm-hmm. me?
0: Absolutely. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. I, You know, yes. I want to say this. Um. Because we're highlighting milestones, because this is the 100th episode, and if we look back to several episodes where, oh, my God, I thought my son had a girlfriend, this one was different. This uh, this one made me realize I not only had to tell him, you can come talk to me about sex, and you can come talk to me about these things. This one meant I had to start having that conversation. Yeah, That's definitely. what this... this, this this level of growth has evolved into, it, right?
5: Like, I'll randomly just like talk about right. sex because I just want you to know that, right? It's okay. Like, now it's like,
0: and like, so, get down to it, yeah,
5: and it's like and sometimes you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable like yeah I don't want to have these conversations but we're gonna have them you know you know and it's so
0: funny because I say that all the time on this fucking show like here we get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. y'all a bitch has been getting real uncomfortable with her child like, <laughs> having to talk right and, and a full circle moment right because I don't know if my I, I think by now my listeners know this right but this is definitely the full circle here of why I made this flow exactly what it was during this segment when we look at co-parenting for women like Sierra or women like us, when we look at how different it looks from where my blended family is today and and the purpose or the reason why i'm with that person right and how co-parenting looks like when i share one child with one man and then i have my other children with the other person right there's a lot of different journeys and pathways through that right um when you have more than one child at different ages there's so much to that right so when i think and i play with the idea of having another child when my kid is 15 i start panicking a little bit right because there's so much that that's gonna be me too right you know Know there's so much to that too right so i love having this moment where i'm actually able to talk to someone like barbie to say oh she's already 18 oh my god okay how do how do we get there like because i know 18 is like right there but it feels so far and like these are new I conversations know. right and 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 for myself or for people like virginia too like we're in the mid-teens, and here we are entertaining the idea that we might have another child. And that that's like a whole other ballgame. It's a whole other set of relationship. It's a it whole is. other set of acceptance, right? It's a whole other set of milestones, achievements, success. Uh, co-parenting. And for the record, and I'm going to close double or nothing out with this before we go going to the third segment, okay? For all of yeah. you who think that because married is the right way to go, and I hear you 100%, I do. It was never my goal to get married, to get divorced, but I will say this. All of y'all are co-parenting. Y'all co-parents when you're mad at each other and you don't want to speak to one another, you still got a parent. Y'all co-parent <laughs> when one of you works 14, 15, 16-hour shifts and the other one is at home and you feel like a single parent, but you're not. All of it is co-parenting. The real foundation of it to the home you're building is the co-parenting. It's not your marriage. I'm sorry. It's a rude awakening for a lot of people because the day that you break up, God forbid, if that's not what you want. And the day you're divorced, you don't stop being parents. You will forever be parents to those children that you procreated. So I just wanted to throw that in mm-hmm. there because I heard you. I felt you, Barbie, because I do feel like there's still so much of a stigma around this whole blended family that a lot of people don't understand. I know. There is, honestly. And some of us are just trying to live. Some of us are just trying to date for a little bit and fall in love again. Right. Um, and it's pretty hard out there. It's pretty hard out there to be it accepted <laughs> as who we are with our experiences, with our children, it's really hard to be accepted without being looked at as, oh, you make too much, you're going to want too much, or "Mm, do I have to save you? Do I have to be here? It's like this judgment is always there. And that's really what I wanted to highlight here. It's like, the damned if we do, damned if we don't type of shit, you know, and, and, and it doesn't have to be that way. It's OK to give each other that grace as men and women. It's OK to be Definitely. able to look at each other for our true worth and our true selves and not be judgmental on that. All right. We're going to go into the third segment, which is the <laughs> overdose. And during this segment, usually we either share something that we are overjoyed with or we are completely over it. And so I have <laughs> I know who right? does this. Um, I have a raw rant, but before I do go, I wanted to know if you guys have anything you guys want to go off on or you want to share your overjoyed with. Share the news, guys. Anything at all.
5: Let's see. I'm overjoyed with turning 35 because I remember turning 30. I was freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. And I just wasn't with it. Like, I was really sad. But honestly, I feel like being in your 30s, it's like, for the most part, you have most of your shit together or you're getting there, you know. And I just feel like my most like my most confident my most sexy, like, I just love it. Like, I've been enjoying it. So I look forward to this like new year in my life and continuing on my journey in my 30s. And like, you know, whoever's turning 30 or like, they're in the beginning of it. Like, don't be afraid. Like, it's gonna be great, you know? Just embrace it. Absolutely. So.
0: Barb oh, I like yeah. that. And happy birthday to Virginia, <laughs> but can you guys hear this? Her, her birthday <laughs> is in full effect. It's is it birthday week or birthday yes. month that you're celebrating?
5: You know what? Usually I'm such a birthday freak, <laughs> but this year I've been pretty chill. Okay. Like, I don't really have too many plans and that's I
0: okay. I feel you, I feel <laughs> you. Barbie, do we have a moment of overjoyment or over it?
4: Oh, I'm overjoyed with my oldest. Like I'm trying to get her pumped okay. for the festivities. Okay. I'm like, yo, you're going to be able to go to prom. There's no COVID blocking it. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, I was obviously ecstatic. I'm still ecstatic over her pictures because she surprised me. Senior pictures. And I bawled oh, my eyes my God. out. So it's like it's crazy to me because I'm like, oh my god, she's gonna be 18. She's you graduating. You don't even look like you have an. You 18-year-old. don't. Okay, can we just put that shit out there? You don't at <laughs> yes. all.
5: Yes. <laughs> that's, that's right. <laughs> Thank
4: you. I know lots of people get shocked when I say I have three kids, and then they ask all their ages, and they get to the point where, wait, wait, what? <laughs> I you know. have an 18 year old? I'm like, yeah, yes. So because I had her, 18 going on mm-hmm. 19. So I'm like, yes, no, baby. yes. <laughs> Heard you. Heard you. I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm like, yes. And, you know, now she's graduating and I get to see that for myself. You know, like, I'm like, wow, like, I'm going to, like, Probably cry the whole damn day. day. You cry and for
5: Encanto, you're gonna cry
4: for that. <laughs> <laughs> First the
5: all, Encanto is the bomb. <laughs> I know. I, I, watch, I him watch it by myself. I don't
4: even watch it. I'll be like there by yeah. myself, like watching and singing yeah. all the songs. Um, you know, prom. You know, I'm still trying to get her to look at dresses, okay. and I'm like, Are you gonna yeah, go? you don't want Are her to like regret go? missing out on it. I know? really don't. But you know, I'm not one of those people. Like, oh my god, you got to, you got to, you got to, you. You know, like. I'm like, I hope she does. You, look at dresses or not? you know, like, I, I know. really hope she does. And, you know, um, it's just it's just a moment that I don't think I ever thought because I remember when I was younger, yeah. I was like, I don't I don't want kids. Mm. I love kids, but I didn't I didn't want kids because of how I knew how the world mm. works already at a young age. And I was like, if something happens to one of my kids, I'm going to die. Right. You know, yeah. like, um, did I think I was going to have two more kids? No, I mm-hmm. did not. You know, like. <laughs> <so good> um, <laughs> stuff. But, you know, it's something new. And being a mom definitely put my eyes into perspective. And it made me learn a yeah. lot about myself. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, the overjoyment is going to be. Pretty messy for me. <laughs> this, is, this like, is a milestone. That's a milestone it right is. there. Yeah, In that number yeah. 18,
0: that's a huge milestone. In that number 35, that's a huge milestone. These yes. these are these are and yeah. and and like, right, and huge. It's huge achievements. And and that's really what it's about. Like, yes, the numbers don't mean everything, but some of them do represent something. And 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 it's so yeah. crazy, right? Everything we've been able to reflect on just by a good set of numbers. It's crazy.
1: We
5: should play the we lotto. With oh
0: boys. yeah, we right. should. We, should. <laughs> we make millions, though. Y'all still gonna get the podcast episodes, but you know,
4: of course, we'll just, oh, yes. We'll yes, just be yes, able more zeros
0: in our bank accounts. <laughs> exactly. Yes, and it'll be a little harder for y'all. To, some of you all to data. So I'm just saying. Um, now congratulations, <laughs> honestly. Again, happy birthday to Virginia, and congratulations to your daughter. You. I hope she does go for her prom. Thank you. Um, because I know, I know um, for a lot of people, it doesn't seem like a big deal, but when you think about the people who couldn't make it, who couldn't have that milestone and that memory that moment because of the pandemic you're right you wouldn't want for her to ever regret it it's not going for it mm-hmm. right because some people had no choice they just couldn't they had yeah. to do virtual graduations um and that bombed for some people they were so excited for that right um and they couldn't have it for what it was so yeah Yeah. um i have a raw rant and it's gonna be a quick rant okay um Ooh, you know i just it. used to get this off my chest i've been on some overjoyment shit i have but you know ever so often i got some shit to say and so ladies and gentlemen but mostly my ladies okay <laughs> it's getting a little warmer out here and some of y'all are strutting your stuff and i'm all for it i am truly am <sighs> I happened to see some ladies in recent days, recent weeks where it was a little warm out here in New York city streets, wearing some very beautiful sets of shorts. And, and I mean, beautiful, they were beautiful. Some of them were white. Some of them were white. They were a little cream color. Oh. They were, um, and some of them were wearing them with red underwears. Um,
1: yes
0: and so you know this may seem like something very minimal but it's not okay i just want to put this out there i'm all for women exercising their right to show off whatever they want to show off do it of course strut yeah. all your stuff if you got a body on you you're proud of your body if you feel confident in your skin do so but please do so Aesthetically, with the right coordination, because for me, no, 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 I, I need to say this, okay? For me, I'm all for the thongs too, girl. Wear the thongs. Wear the thongs. <laughs> yeah, I love thongs. Ain't thongs. nobody gonna see it, but especially when it's the color white. And I say that because I do have a little creamish, whitish outfit there that I'm gonna dare to put on, and I'm gonna dare to do it in the spring, right?
5: But you wear the right undergarments with it. Or, hello,
0: fuck a bra. Just fuck it. Just just go for it. Like, it's okay. And I want to put this out there because... If it's a little bit of a moment of, oh, I gotta wear something under because if somebody sees me or or says some shit, fuck what people say, Mm -hmm. fuck what people think. Do what you gotta do for yourself to feel comfortable in your skin. Wear what you want, but also wear it very aesthetically and cautiously because somewhere out there, there will be an asshole who's going to see you and who's gonna pull out a fucking phone, who's gonna take pictures and make you go fucking viral. And the reason why I'm saying it is because I saw exactly that happen and it pissed me the fuck off. And I hated it because... Mm -mm. There is never a day that I don't see that there's at least one person who's going to want to shame a woman one way or another. And Mm -hmm. so that's really where I come from with this. Like, fuck what people think, but also don't give people a reason to want to use you for their viral views. Don't let them, Mm -hmm. you know, do what you got to do for yourself. Do it happily. Do it confidently. But don't give these motherfuckers out here a reason to make you go viral. That's my rant Because there's always someone out there. And I I had to let that one out. I I had to get that one off my chest. I feel you. All right. That's how you got to do the check. You look you in know, the mirror and make sure you're good. Yeah. You know, I have a friend who reviews all my pictures. Shout out to my friend. He knows who he is. He's very privileged. <laughs> it is a he. He's very privileged. He gets oh a lot of a God. lot of these pictures before any y'all motherfuckers get them. <laughs> and that's so funny. <laughs> you know, because I need the male perspective. I want the approval, right? Yeah. That's oh, smart. Yeah. No, he's very. He's so. He gives good feedback, too, guys. I'm just saying. But this is exactly why I have this, because I need to make sure, like, I like to dig into the male mind. So what, what is mm-hmm. a man thinking in this it, when I look like this? And not because I need the approval, but because of the fact that there's always going to be that one person who's going to try mm-hmm. and, and make it a fuckery out of the whole situation. And that's, that's why, because true. unfortunately we do live in a society where as much as I don't give a fuck what people have to say, I still have to protect myself.
5: Now I feel you. Mm-hmm. I be like checking like, do you see my The nipples? whole thing. Like, the
0: whole thing. Like... And it sucks that we even live in that, but it's a reality that we do live in. And so mm-hmm. that's my raw rant. For those of you who agree, great. For those of you who don't, slide into the DM. Send me an email. Let me know your thoughts. <laughs> um, and we have come to the end of the show. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I am so excited you guys are here. Do you guys want to let my listeners know oh where they can gosh. find you and go support you guys and listen to the podcast?
5: um you can follow the podcast at the mouth club podcast on instagram and tiktok um we're on youtube as well um let me see and you can listen to the podcast on any podcasting platform platform. um if you want to follow me i'm at lovely virginia on instagram twitter and tiktok
4: and I'm on Instagram as at Barbie Legit.
5: To legit
0: quick. Hey.
4: <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you for having Oh my us. God. I am
0: so happy you guys are here. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, you guys already know everything is in the show notes always. It's a quick click to the links. Go follow their pages. Go follow their podcast support. I mean, what else do you have to do? If you're already here listening to this, just go to the show notes, click it, and then just right. start go follow another, another podcast. Oh. Simple. Add another one That's to your rotation. Right. That's right. <laughs> um, I am so grateful. Once again, you ladies have joined me on this moment with me. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited yes. that this conversation happened um, and that I was able to share with you guys. And from the bottom of Double Dose of Raw Talk, Scorpio Heart. We are here supporting <laughs> you guys. And we cannot wait to see Thank you guys you. reach that 100th as well. Um yes. We Thank know you. the hustle <laughs> is going to keep going. And we're excited to see where podcasting yes. looks for you two together as a team and as Thank most. You. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> and as always,
0: guys, this has been another week and another episode. I'm done with The Raw Talk Podcast. I am your host, Misty. And you guys will tune in next week. Bye. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. And we are live on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you later. Bye.